So Thursday, February 2nd, was my oh fifth year sobriety birthday, unrelated. Yes. Um, Congratulations. So I get my kids loaded up in the car, and we head off on our three-block journey to the school. And you may think I'm being lazy, but it's cooled out. Also, Ellie, well, Ellie's school is actually quite a bit further away, so I... How big are your blocks, too? They're not very big. Like, in the springtime, okay. we'll totally... Well, Ellie's is a couple miles away, so I have to drive her, like, regardless. Um, right. The girls' school is just a few blocks from the house. Gotcha. Yeah. So, load them up in the car, and uh, heading down the road, and they kind of all start, like, freaking out at once because they see the moon, which you normally do see the moon on a clear morning in the big sky country, right? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. You know, it just looks I like saw that. It this morning. That, yeah. yeah, that little kind of opaque, pale, round thing in the sky. So I don't think mm-hmm. much of it. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, you know, we see the, the, moon. the moon all the time. They're like, it's really big. And I'm like, okay. And, like, um, so I'm trying to, like, look at what they're seeing, but I can't see anything just because of the angle. I'm sure anybody that's driven in a car... Trying to look at what kids are seeing above, up in the sky. It's difficult. Yeah. But what I can see out of the passenger side window from the front seat is like a jet stream, right? Like a whatever that's called. Chemtrail. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Chemtrails. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, that's an airplane. (laughs) I couldn't see the airplane. I could just see the the trail. And they're like, no, no, not the airplane. The moon. The huge moon. And... um. I, I didn't, I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't think much of it. Drop him off at school. And then that afternoon, I start seeing shit pop up like on Twitter about this balloon, Chinese spy balloon flying over Montana. And then I saw some pictures of it and I thought to myself, oh my God, did they see that? Did that, is that what they thought the moon was? And then more pictures and read a story about how the Air Force has been trailing it. And I'm like, wait, did I did, did they see that? And what I saw was the you know fighter jet like exhaust. Yeah, I, I don't know. So did I mean I don't know that. Did was, you show it to them and be like, you know, what did you see? No, maybe I'll do that when they come over t- tomorrow when I pick them up from school. Mm. Um, yeah, you should. Yeah, so I don't know. I I kind of doubt it was that because I don't think it really ever got that low. I don't know. And when it was. First spotted over Montana. I don't know that it was in my area or not. Like, I don't know. I'm unclear on that. But it would kind of be cool if it was. But they've seen the moon a million times. Like, so I don't know why they would suddenly be freaking out over seeing the moon, except the fact that they said it was way big, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But then again, you're right. I feel like this balloon was so high up in the sky that it, it wouldn't have appeared to be big. Yeah. Oh, and but here's the other part. If it truly is a Chinese spy balloon, where I live is like the nuclear warhead capital of the world. Like, right. you know, there's more nuclear warheads here, like per acre or right. whatever you want to call it, than than anywhere, any other country, any whatever. So right. maybe, and I don't know the balloons can be controlled like that. Like, I kind of think they can't. Maybe they can. I don't know, but maybe they came down to get closer surveillance. I don't know. I don't know, Daniel. Or maybe it's yeah. I don't. I don't know either. Maybe it wasn't even a Chinese spy balloon, and the the Chinese just took credit for it because it makes us look stupid either way. I don't know. I don't have these answers. 
Maybe it was the UFO going back to one of our <laughs> previous episodes. It could very well have been. I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So an extraterrestrial UFO. I should clarify. So that's, UAP. That's my Montana spy Chinese spy balloon story, and I'm sticking to it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Why don't they like? Why don't I mean if Ch- why why is why a balloon right? Do they really what need can a they get from a balloon that they can't us? get from a satellite? Satellite, exactly. Yeah. And how does a balloon? I know they have satellites. How does a balloon, like even if they somehow launched it from within the USA, how does it? How does that happen without being noticed? Like, or even if they send it over from some other country, like way high in the stratosphere, well, somehow. Right. I mean, I'm assuming it came over Canada. Yeah, right? yeah. It came from Canada. Yeah, it came down from Canada. And why didn't we know? Why Why didn't it get stopped before it got to our border? And right? I will like, say, where I live, as, as the balloon flies, is actually fairly close to Canada. So there is that. Um, like, I don't know, 120 miles, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, but yes, you would think that that it would have been noticed somewhere along the way, and maybe it was. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that what happened, like, I imagine it went up near Russia, and then it crossed over Sarah Palin's house yeah. through Alaska, and then it came down through Canada mm-hmm. to Montana, and then it kind of cruised down. To see more hotspots that we have throughout the country. But but how do you control um, a balloon remotely? Or like even if you're in the balloon, you can't really control. So my mom had a boyfriend when I was in, when we lived when I was a kid in South Dakota. Well, this isn't an old fashioned hot air balloon. But it still doesn't have fucking rudders and wings and shit. Like it's still it, just a balloon. I know, but they have drone technology now. It probably runs on the same sort of thing as a drone. Oh, I suppose. So you think it can actually be maneuvered to certain areas and altitudes and yeah. whatnot? All right, yeah. All right. I'll buy that. It had a, it had a base on it that you know. I'm all about that base. That, yeah, um, <laughs> it did. Anyway, your mom had a boyfriend. I'm just saying. Yeah, was he, he was a he was a balloon chaser. So in the summertime, the tourists would <laughs> go up in hot air balloons. But there was no yep. way of ma- of knowing exactly where they were going to land, so these so somebody had to be on the ground. These group of rednecks would chase it in this pickup, <clears throat> yeah, and try to keep up with it. And um, like, if it was going to land in like some farmer's field, they'd have to get ahead of it and try to get permission. Like it was weird. But no, no matter where, oh, wow. where it landed, like that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool. Um, Anyway, that's my thought on the balloon. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I wish I wish we had some way to talk about more of your thoughts on balloons and other things. Of course. But... We have a podcast. We can talk about oh, it now. Oh, right. Yeah. Of course, we have a podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. We should talk about it on the podcast right after this. And now a word from our sponsors. That's it. That was the word. We don't have sponsors. Chinese balloons. Yeah.
<laughs> made in China. <laughs> yes. Um, maybe. So maybe. So Jeremy, uh, we have to talk about The Last of Us episode four, HBO episode four. Quattro. We have two. We have two problems okay. going into this episode sure. talking about Last of Us episode four. Okay. Number one problem. How do you follow up episode three with episode four? That's how. I mean, just how do you how do you talk about a regular episode after? Oh, how do you and I follow it up? Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's. I, I mean, you know how do, how do we talk about a regular episode again when episode three was okay. so interesting? Well, I hadn't even thought about that. So much to talk about. I hadn't even thought about that. And now I'm nervous. Thanks a lot, asshole. Jesus. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then the second thing, um, how do we go back to just the two of us when Coley came on here and just completely stole the show last time? That also is accurate, and that's a, probably the, the harder question to answer. But I have... I, I mean... The, I feel like just the two of us, we can make it if we try. <laughs> the sad thing is that you and her seem to have more chemistry than in, than you and I yeah, do. Yeah, so... And yeah. So what I'm saying is, listen, we didn't want to have this conversation this close to Valentine's Day, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna kick me off, aren't you? You're replacing me. <laughs> are you just are you just coming to Connecticut and you're gonna move in? Are you moving in? I, I had this crazy thought earlier. Actually, I was like, what if I could make it to Connecticut for the last episode of The Last of Us, and we could watch it together. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we were going to become a throuple. <laughs> well, listen, that's how that seed gets planted. <laughs> I, I don't know what the future brings. Cross stitches. Oh, God. Speaking of which, so I tagged Coley in this post on Facebook, right? And okay. it was yeah. um, a cross stitch that said, I was never afraid until... I met you or till you came along, something like that. What, what? Oh, right, yeah. And it had... Yeah. Uh, See, this is how it starts. Uh, yes, and it had the strawberries. You're tagging her in these kind of posts. Well, no, 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 this isn't how it starts. But So I got to thinking, though, people that don't know the context, right? Because people started, like, harding it. <laughs> that, 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 that yeah. don't watch The Last of Us, like, at all. Right. And it looks like right. this super sweet thing that I just tagged Coley in. And I know some of those uh-huh. people were thinking, oh... <laughs> Right. right. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. So then, this, so then I got to thinking. Uh-huh. See, these are the types of things that, like, I don't know, just say Brienne does, and that's why people think that, like, she has a thing for right. me. There's, there's, there's context right, right. behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I just found that funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, no, actually. So I, there was talk this weekend. Um, so her and I went to New Haven to uh, to see a concert. Yeah, and I just it's just not the same as Old Haven, but it's okay. I know Old Haven was really the best. Um, but no, uh, while we were there, we you know we had date night and what, uh, and we were just talking, and uh, she was like, "So I was thinking about our tickets, our plane tickets, and what would you think about?" Um, going to Montana for your 40th birthday. Mm. Me. Yeah. My 40th birthday. Which is in two years? Well, a um, year, a year and a month. 
year and two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a year and two yeah. months. Yep. So, I think that might be what we do. Cool. So, um, we want to go to Montana. Yeah. I would rather go there than um, North Dakota. No offense. You mean South Dakota, but yes. I don't, I don't, I, South I don't Dakota. Let me ask this, though. Would you plan on coming on your birthday? Well, I guess... Because April that's a good, in Montana good question, isn't it? is kind of shit. Well, yeah, but it would be cheaper to go. <laughs> cheaper as far as, like, motel rooms and stuff? Just to get there. The plane tickets. It's cheaper in April than they would be in, like, August, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's... Like, we wouldn't be able to drive through the park, like, to go into the Sun Road and things like that. Why not? Because it fucking snowed over, Daniel. In April? Yeah! God damn it. Yeah, you usually can't drive all the way through until July. What? Yeah. Yeah, It snows here. In the higher elevations, it snows a lot. But we could go, you know. So what could we do? Into the park. We could trudge around in a bunch of sloppy mud because that's what it's going to be. Like, literally, just a mess. Um, There's not, it's it's still still too cold to go camping. It's still too muddy and snowy and messy to go hiking. I mean, unless you're like into extreme camping and things like that. Um, I don't know. Let me, let me, let me look into it. Let me see what, there's got to be stuff to do at the end of April. Is is it like, okay, 24th? That's my birthday. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, I got it right without even having to look on I Facebook. Know. Look at you, yeah. getting better. I, For years, I thought it was the twenty fifth, and I don't know why I always thought that, but I finally remembered. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, Let me look into. So it. okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. I mean, you well, wouldn't be. It's not like you're going to be here for two weeks, or we got to find something to fill up the entire time, right? No, we'd be there for a week. Yeah. So. Tops. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here's my question, though. Mm-hmm. If I did come in April, I know it's not like the best time to go to Montana, but would you be there? In April? Yes. Yes. Where would I? Where, where else? Then that's all I need, Jeremy. Oh, I see what you did there, Daniel. Yes. Yes, I would be here, Daniel. Mm-hmm. So, but oh, seriously, but... let me like look into it because maybe it would be better okay. to have you code to like fly into like Kalispell and I go to Kalispell and stay with my cousin because there's probably a lot more stuff to do in that area. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, which is the area you've already been to, you know, way back in yeah. 2013, yes. 14. And I just, I just 13. know the bars and gas stations I would need to avoid. Yes. So. Yes, definitely. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That'd be cool. Good, good idea. Coley. I like that. Yep. Um, She's pretty smart. Pretty smart cookie. Yeah. But yeah, we are going to have to endure and survive without her this episode. <clears> and <throat> we are going to have to find a way to yes. juxtaposition from, from Bill and Frank to Sam and Henry. And Kathleen. Kathleen and what's her lieutenant's name? Uh, Tommy. I don't even know. <laughs> it's not Tommy. <laughs> Jeffrey Pierce. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Nope. No, I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah that guy. I don't remember either. Yes. Yep. That's funny. Uh, so yeah, so this episode starts. So okay, so 
for everybody listening, if you haven't been listening, this is our Last of Us uh, HBO show recap. And we're going to talk all about episode four. We're going to try not to talk much about what happens beyond um, this point in the game's narrative, um, including what happens with the two characters we meet at the end of the episode, Sam and Henry. Um, or because Henry to be and honest, Sam, as I like to call it. Uh, right, right, right. To be honest, we don't even necessarily know. They've, you know, the show has been similar to the game it's it's held to the story of the game fairly closely but some major changes have happened um you know bill not being alive when joel and ellie come to his town is a big change from the game um so we don't know how they're gonna treat henry and sam um really uh and and one big change is that this happens in Kansas City instead of Pittsburgh, which is not a huge change, a huge but change. it feels like a it feels like a big yeah. change. I don't know for some reason it feels so like a bigger deal. So one thing that didn't change though is the beginning of this episode. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, Par- parts of the beginning. Part- yes, the yeah. Should we start at the beginning? Yeah. Yes, we should. Okay. So Ellie's in a bathroom. Yes. You know, some some broken down bathroom busted with grass growing inside it and stuff. Correct. And uh, she's got the gun that she slid into her backpack without Joel knowing back at Frank's. And she's pointing it at, at the mirror in the bathroom. Um, just throwing all safety rules out of out, out the window, Jeremy. Well, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I had listened to the companion podcast and they mentioned the scene and how comfortable Ellie was with the gun and how good she was with the gun. And I had to disagree with that. Um, right? I thought the same thing. Um, and I thought, and I thought that the way they shot this was intentional. I thought it seemed to me that she was somewhat familiar with guns, but not comfortable with them. Like she understood the concept, no, right? She understood that she had to release the magazine. Um, she understood enough to know that she had to slide the the rail back, but I don't think she was expecting that bullet to pop out. Like she didn't know that. Um, no, I agree. And That's the impression she, I got too. She also like. Like, yeah, I seriously thought it was shot this way intentionally. Like, she tried to kind of pull it back a little bit, and it wouldn't work, so she realized she had to use much more force than most people expect, think. Because it's not easy to, to rack a gun, to cock a gun, whatever you want to call it, to pull a slide back. Um, mm-hmm. there, it, it takes yep. some effort on most of them. There are certain models that are made for it to be super easy for people that don't have a lot of hand strength or whatever. Um, but yeah. generally, it, it, it's kind of difficult. And that particularly gun she's using is not one of the easier guns to, you know, it's not made to be easier. Um, and she, uh, like, as far as keeping her finger off the trigger, that part was actually pretty great. But I think that's just something they're really hounding in on, um, you know, in filming and whatnot these days. I'm pretty sure this was probably filmed right. before the Rust incident. 
I, I would guess. <sighs> yeah, I think it's probably. You yeah. know, or because most of the filming was during the height of COVID. Everybody was still wearing masks and talking about yeah. the, the COVID restrictions on set and whatnot. Um, yeah. So, um, anyway, I don't know if that was intentional or if they, you know, the, the firearms trainer on, on the set of The Last of Us was just really good about making sure that they, because you see it with everybody, not just with her throughout the show. Um, right. So she seemed familiar with it. She's, she seemed that she knew enough of what to do. And uh, a couple scenes later, she, you know, tells Joel that she learned about him and, you know, in Fedra. So I'm guessing that there was some sort of basic course on it, but, um, and she may have even fired again, but I don't think she was, I don't think she was comfortable with it. So she was kind of learning it. And, um, she's, she's kind of fascinated by it. She's clearly wanted a gun. So she's just kind of checking it out. It's like, I don't know, like a kid that, that gets a new toy, except it's a secret. So they don't, you know, they've been carrying it around for two hours and then they finally get a chance to check it out. And they're just, Checking it out. That's that's what it felt like to me. Did it seem like she wasn't really holding it right, too? Like, well, yeah. I mean, like she wasn't holding it wrong as far as just like holding it to like handle it to to. to, Why wouldn't you hold it with two hands? I guess. Well, I mean, you would if you were getting ready to discharge it. But as far as you know, like dropping the magazine and just inspecting it for cleanliness or damage or obstructions, whatever. Sure. You're not really going to hold it with your hands for that purpose. No, no, no. I I meant firing for. Yeah. So when she, she dry fired it. um, Yeah. She just did. She did do that with one hand. And at that point, you know, you, you would want to, if you're practicing or just pretending you're shooting a gun, you would definitely want to bring your other hand up. You can certainly fire a handgun with one hand, but there's a lot more force and recoil than you might think. and Than you think, right. Yeah, and it's going to, you know, it, it's going to be, it's not necessarily going to jump out of your hand. It may, and it may not, but you're not going to feel real firm in it after you shoot it, for sure. Um, right. You know, people that have shot a lot <clears throat> can do it, but even if you, but you know, they don't because if you want to have accuracy, you certainly need to have the proper stance and stability. Now, if you were in a gunfight and you had a hand wounded or something and you could only shoot with one hand, then yes, it can absolutely be done. But it's, it's mm-hmm. not ideal. So, so, yeah, that's kind of the opening scene. So, um, mm-hmm. Then are we in the truck after that? No, Sif- so right after that... The siphoning the yes. gas and uh, Joel's doing that, which they're they're stretching science a little bit with that. Yeah, their gas I would be how good. no good. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he does say like they need extra because the gas is not as efficient. It's as mostly it water. So when it was fresh, yeah, a couple things to that. Like it wouldn't even run at that point, right? I don't think. Well. That, that I don't, I don't think so. It wouldn't be either, combustible. But I don't know. I don't know. So I wouldn't think so. But hey, it's it's a TV show. But anyway, whatever, we'll forgive it. Yeah, we're we're giving some creative leniency there. But here's the best but part. The more important thing that happens. Tell yeah, him, tell him, Daniel. You'll tell him. The uh, the pun book. No pun intended. Makes makes its uh, book of puns volume two. 
T-O-O. Get it? Two. Yes. Makes its way into the last, into the HBO show. Um, which, so I was trying to remember and I am, I had been trying to keep up with the show in the game playing through part yeah. one. Um, again, that I've given up on that because I just, I, uh, haven't really played it much this week. So, <clears throat> so I'm trying to remember. Did the was the pun book in the game in the first game other than Left Behind? Because what yes. first I can remember it was in Left Behind. It oh, was. No. Oh yeah, no, it was in the game several times. <clears throat> so oh. in the game, like if I remember right, for it to be triggered, you had to be kind of standing around in certain areas for a minute, and, and you hit the triangle and. And, well, I think Ellie would just pop it out. And then, yeah. Okay. Um, well, the triangle was for conversations. Yeah. The pun book was like if you were just sitting there. It didn't have to be long. But it would, you know, like maybe 30 seconds. So you got up to get a drink of water or whatever. And she would pull it out and just read a couple of puns off. And that happened throughout the entire game. Um, huh. Maybe yeah. I just never did that. Yeah. Maybe I never just sat around because yeah, I don't remember that. that so, yeah. So the pun, the pun book was like, <laughs> I love that because I loved it in the game, like how random it was and how mm-hmm. like just in the middle of this apocalypse, this little teenage girl was carrying around a dad joke book. Right. And like, right. She's laughing at it. And the dad is like, Ugh. like just the opposite of what you'd expect. <laughs> it would normally be the teenage right. daughter groaning at the jokes that, you know, Joel was making. <clears throat> right. Um, and <clears throat> all five of the jokes that she told in the TV show were part of the ones that were in the um, uh, game. My favorite of which oh, crap, really? was uh, <clears throat> I sat up all night wondering where the sun went and then it dawned on me. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> and the pushing the envelope and, you know, remaining stationary. Um that, yep. that one was pretty good too. So, for some reason, I remember that one. So maybe I have heard these. Yeah, some of these. Yeah, those yeah. two, and um, definitely the mermaid one. I can't say for sure that the last one was, but def- the jeans one. Yeah, the the um, diarrhea. No, yeah, I'm trying to think of the one before the scarecrow one was. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so she pulls out her joke book and passes time while yep. Joel is uh, siphoning water, a.k.a. gas. And <laughs> um, they get back on the road and they're headed towards Wyoming. And they, for some reason, get off or they're trying to get up a ramp onto the interstate. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so this whole thing. Like, I can sort of understand hitting Pittsburgh because you're still sort of in that like bottleneck of uh, the Northeast. Yeah, yeah, the industrial Northeast, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Yeah. And and honestly, I think the biggest challenge would have been getting past New York, but somehow they get they get around New York City with no no issues. Um. Not really sure how that happened, but 
Um, so they get to Kansas City instead, and for some reason they don't just go around the city. Yeah. Like, just, just avoid the city altogether. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still unclear I, on that. I don't get it. So they go into the but, city, and there's... Anyway. Like, it's blocked with cars and debris. And they yep. look at the map to see how far around they'd have to go to get back on the interstate. And mm-hmm. Joel says, screw it. We'll just back, you know, we'll just back up and go on over here and then go on to the next ramp. <clears throat> so they do that, or they're trying to find the ramp, I think is what's actually happening. And they're mm-hmm. in a more of a downtown district, and um, you kind of see this part is from the game where a, a guy comes out in front of him and is says he's injured and asks him to help him. Um, Joel recognizes this. This is all ripped straight out of the game. Joel recognizes. Oh, wait, wait. What? We missed a whole thing. We missed. Another scene that is straight out of the game. Oh, yeah. That's part I've been wanting to talk about. You're right. Yes, the car ride. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Back up a little bit. So we don't need to rehash this. Yeah, sorry. We got to back up. Yep. We do. So so they're driving in the truck Um, on the way to Kansas City. Another scene that is ripped straight out of the game. Yeah, word for word almost. Uh, yeah, almost. And it was great watching this with Coley and seeing her reactions to it. She was laughing out loud at uh, Ellie finding the magazine. Yes. Um, yeah. So, they're cruising down the road. Joel's driving. Ellie's in the backseat of the Chevy S10 now. And... Mm-hmm. She reaches in the pockets that are attached to the front seats, little cubby holes. And then one, she finds a tape. It's an old Hank Williams tape. She hands it to Joel. Joel says, this is even before my time. <clears throat> he plugs it in. And uh, she reaches in the other pocket and pulls out a magazine. And it's clearly a magazine full of naked men or scantily clad men at the very least. I'm going to guess naked. Right. And Joel kind of sees what she's looking at in the rear view and tells her to put it away. And she's essentially, oh, no, I want to see. And she opens it up and she's like, my, how do they even walk around with that thing? And uh, <laughs> it's it's straight straight out of the game. And she yep. holds it open in the centerfold, folds out, and she's you know, just making comments. And she knows Joel's <laughs> uncomfortable with it and she's loving that. And she starts thumbing through, and she's like, wait, why are all these pages stuck together? And Joel's like, ah, geez. She's like, just fucking with you, dude, and smacks him on the head with it, and then rolls down the window and throws it out the window. It's (laughs) perfect. Yep. It's great. And we get a montage of them driving around these places with the Hank Williams song playing. Yeah. It's great. Making it from Massachusetts to Kansas City, which is a pretty good distance, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and then there's another scene that we missed. Um oh, yeah, I mean we sorta we sorta touched on it, but when they, they drive off into the woods to camp. Yes. Yes. Um Yeah, I thought that was that was pretty good too. Because uh, that's when she tells the a, the uh, scarecrow joke. Yes. Yeah. And it was a smart detail to have um, 
him saying, you know, that we can't start a fire because they'll see the smoke. And she thinks he's talking about infected. And then he's yeah. like, not the infected people. Yeah. Um, Fungus can't see. They're and it just, smart. just shows how she's, uh, how naive she is still. Yeah, well, she's never left the quarantine zone until now. Right. Right. How sheltered she kind of <clears throat> has been. Yes. Um, but it also shows them starting to, uh, him starting to open up to her and them starting to build that relationship. Yeah, there was a conversation in the truck before they pulled over for the night where he, you know, was yes. telling her about Tommy and, and Tess and yeah. goes into detail and speaks up, you know, length more than he has the entire show so far. So More than, more, more history than we really got in the game too. Like we didn't know we never really heard much about why he went to Boston. Yes. Right? I mean... No. Uh, I, and now it's... They've kind of given it a reason. Yeah. That it was... Be, he went with Tommy. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... And now we know. Yeah. So now they get to Kansas City. <laughs> Jeez. Long yes. Story. Sorry. After <clears throat> drinking some disgusting coffee. Well, may or may not have been disgusting, but it certainly wasn't Starbucks like they have in the QZ. Which, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> is is um, oh man, who's the Starbucks CEO? Is he still is he still the CEO? Because if he is, man, he's he's probably the richest person person on earth now. Uh, you know, I went to a leadership training seminar once that was like five days long, and he was the speaker one of the days in Kalispell, Montana, of all places. Huh. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, so they get to Kansas City, and they kind of get stuck, and that's where they decide to turn around and go on a different ramp. And Joel starts driving to get towards the ramp, and some dude jumps out, acts like he's got an injury. Joel immediately recognizes what's happening, tells Ellie to put on her seatbelt, hits the gas. A guy from uh, some fire stairs on the side of the building throws a brick at him. Shatters their windshield, they keep driving, they hit some homemade, you know, road spikes and their tires go flat. They drive into a building, there's gunfire coming at them, they get out, Joel takes cover, tells Ellie to take cover, grabs his gun, instructs her to jump into this hole that's in the wall when he tells her to. Um, He tells her to jump, she does, he looks up and he shoots one of the two people shooting at him. She's in the hole. She sees the other uh, assailant coming towards them. She can't see Joel. And mm-hmm. she hears a gunshot, and she's not entirely sure who got shot. She kind of peeks out and see that it's the uh, the other assailant. And she's about to climb out of the hole, and somebody busts through the door and with a shotgun. Starts to fire it at Joel, but Joel flips the barrel of the shotgun up with the butt of his own rifle and it fires up in the air, but the guy still gets on top of him and he's, he's winning. He's choking Joel with his gun and, um, yeah. it's going to hurt him. And it's a saving private Ryan moment. Yeah. So Ellie gets her knife <laughs> out of her bat, out of her pocket and starts to go out the hole and then thinks again, grabs her gun, climbs out the hole, sees the guy on top of Joel, shoots him in the leg and uh, Joel's, you know, breathing heavy, gets up. The guy's, you know, like, wait, wait, wait. We can work this out. We can trade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mommy's just down the road. 
kind of weird. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it humanized him, you know? Yeah. It's, that's something that they, they did a bit of in Last of Us Part Two. They really humanized the enemies. Like you, if you killed somebody, you'd hear their friends yelling out, "Oh my oh. god, they killed George or whatever." You know? Yeah, no, they like they definitely are trying to humanize them because I think it's important to understand in this entire world. It's like part of the whole, which you see more it's more a- in the Last of Us Part Two, obviously. But it's it's mm-hmm. hard to identify who the heroes and villains are because I don't think there's really right. many of either, right? You know, we'll we'll come Every, across a character you know, they're a he- later on. They're all heroes of their own story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there are true. There is some true evil shit that we'll probably see later yes. on this season. But by and yes. large, these groups of people banding together to survive—they're all doing the same thing, like literally. But even even the truly evil character that I think you're referring to. He believes he's a hero. Oh, sure, he does. You know, he believes he's the hero of his his own story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, and and so yeah, she, she she shoots the dude, and then she goes back into her hole, and hears Joel uh, taking care of business. Yeah, so Joel ends up stabbing him right in the heart. Um, I don't know about you, but like. I was kind of expecting Ellie based off the way that they had they had written her the previous you know few episodes. I was kind of expecting her to walk right up and execute him. I'm glad she didn't. Me too. Yeah. Um, Do you think she m- meant to hit him in the leg, or she just kind of? I kind missed? of think so because if you look at the camera angle, like it kind of shows it going down mm-hmm. towards his leg right before she shoots. So okay. Yeah. Which was probably a not strategically smart move because it had a better chance of hitting Joel also. Like, but yeah, you know, right, right. Let's you know, to be honest, that ammo is right. at least twenty years old, so it's probably not as charged as it once was. I don't know. I don't know if gunpowder can expire or go bad or not. I really don't. But I kind of think it can lose guns will lose some of its oomph. Um, really? Okay. Anyway. So you're telling me in the apocalypse even guns won't work? Christ. Well, I, what I mean is like, A, like most of the ammo being used is probably reloaded. And they're probably reloading it with smaller amounts of powder because of resources, right? Sure, right. I mean, right. like Remington's not still pumping out 10 million rounds of 9 millimeter a year in the year 2023, 20 years post-apocalypse. I gotcha, yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. So when you reload, you don't have to do a full charge. You don't have to put all the powder in that's supposed to go. You can do smaller charges. I mean, they could just—they could just go to your house. There's probably, you know, they'd be fine. It's a whole wall. I would have traded all that for water-based lube at this point. <laughs> Twenty-with twenty years into it. <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she goes back in her hole and you know gets out, and they. Decide once they stop here in trucks, they're going to make a, a run for this taller building. So they're sitting there waiting, and that's um, Joel hands Ellie back her gun, and that's kind of when he gives her some pointers on on how to use it. Uh, and that's when mm-hmm. she says that she learned about it in Fedra, and then he shows her better how to grip it um, and lets her keep it. She tries to put it in her waistband, and he tells her to put it in her pack so she doesn't shoot her ass off. 
And then she kind of sits there. I like the moment when... Sorry. I like the moment when he's showing her how to how to hold it, and he, like, wiggles grabs it. it. Yeah. And wiggles it. And, just, and she holds on to yeah. it, and she, she sort of laughs. And yeah. It was... A real father-daughter kind of moment. Yeah, just showing her that you have a much better grip this way, and it's more stable. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of gets somber, and she sits there, and he's trying to be, you know, he's apologetic, saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't hear him coming. I'm sorry that you had to do that. No no kid, you know, nobody your age should have to, to do that. And she's like, so it gets easier as you're an adult? And he says no. Uh-huh. And she... You can see her wiping some tears from her eyes, and Joel doesn't exactly know what's going on. And then she just says, it wasn't my first time. And he doesn't pry. Yeah. And that's what we hear. And then we uh, meet Kathleen. Yeah, just real quick on that. Again, not to get into spoilers on what happens later in the game, story, or show, but kind of have an idea of where she might have used a gun before or where she might have hurt somebody before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And it's very... We'll see that. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, yep. So tell us about Kathleen, Daniel. Okay. Melanie Linsky, who is like not... The kind of actress that you would normally expect to be cast um, in the role of like a hard, uh, hardened tyrant, really, like just this, like real. Uh, I don't know. She's she's just she's badass, but also like. You just you don't want. She's fuck very her matter of fact. She's also crazy. Yeah, she seems yeah. seems like that HR lady that does not take any bullshit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Except uh, she has guess, she has a gun uh, and more authority than just human resources. I didn't. I, I don't know what kind of HR ladies you deal with, but mine are not like that. <laughs> well, no, they're all nice until you try to challenge them a little bit, and then they're like. That's true. They turn into like corporate fucking lawyer. Like, mm. actually, right? Yeah. They got that no, that that, that I, nice kind of sweet voice still, but their words are not. You, you know, you know, you're not getting anywhere. That's true. Actually, that's uh, actually a really good analogy. Maybe that's exactly what she did before the uh, before uh, breakout day, yes. outbreak day. So we see breakout her day. in a Fedra cell, right? Yeah, interrogating, somebody. talking to. A guy, a doctor. We hear he's a doctor. Yes. A doctor who delivered her. He did deliver as her. As a baby. Yeah, held her in his hands. Right. But she's trying to get some information and from this guy. Yeah, she's questioning him about who he knows and where, uh, what he knows about other people that she's looking for. And uh, one of the names she says is Henry and she, he makes kind of a face. He doesn't have a good poker face. So she's like, you know where Henry is. Yes. You know something about Henry or whatever. Um, so we know Henry is a person that matters. And it also Um, becomes kind of clear at this point that they're a, 
a band of people that kind of overthrew a, a QZ, a Fedra operation. Right. Right. Yeah, they they overthrew the QZ and Fedra. And in the process, it seems like her brother died, was killed by Fedra, um, because Henry, she believes Henry, gave up her brother. Correct. To Fedra. Yes. And that the doctor gave uh, up Henry to Fedra, and that's how they found Henry, so that he could give up her brother. That was the impression I got. Oh, okay. Because the, the I didn't catch the that, the, doc, that the doctor sense. says I didn't tell them where your brother was, and she said yes, but she told them where Henry was. Okay. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. So while he's, she's interrogating, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes and gets her, and takes her out, and she comes out to this crowd of people, and these trucks pull up, and they lay out a couple of dead bodies or bodies in front of her. And one of them is yeah. the young guy that was asking for his mom. I I don't I get the impression that maybe she's his his mom. I don't know. That was kind of what I thought from from the show. Oh, um, maybe because why would that's that's why when I when I said earlier it was just weird that he specified his mom. I can take you to my mom, right? And, and that would explain why she was so mad and went right back and shot the doctor. Yeah, and then he was clearly dead. But she asked if the other one could be saved, and the guy kind of looked at her and she said, "Even with the doctor," and he said, "It's too late." And then she went back in and just right. shot the doctor. Um, but also, so when he says, so I thought that was that was interesting in the interrogation scene because this doctor, as as smart as he is, his his heart is still somehow bigger than his brain because you know he's got to be smart to be a doctor, and but then again, I'm sure there are some dumb doctors. Ask Coley if, there, um, if you have to be smart to be a doctor. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say if you if you ask my wife. She'll tell you there's dumb doctors. So anyway, his heart seems to be bigger than his brain because he doesn't really play this conversation very well. No. But the one smart thing that he does say is he says, I'm your doctor. I'm your doctor. Like, I'm the only doctor. Like, he makes it sound like he's the only doctor. Yes, yes, like, separating a doctor. Separating it from I delivered you to I'm your doctor as in the doctor for your group. Like... Exactly. When he said it that second time, he didn't mean, like, I'm your personal doctor. Exactly. Yeah. Right. He says it like, well, you don't want to kill me because I'm useful. Yes. Um, and that buys him some time when... until she finds out it didn't matter anyway. Well, In this yeah, one it didn't moment. matter for that person. She was, right. she was in rage. But she was in rage mode. It's going to matter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She just seems like moment, it, not the best idea. Well, she was that stupid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So who's the, the but the guy? And I love this part. The guy who her, her lieutenant who kind of shows her the bodies and tells her who they are and whatnot. Who's that, Jeremy? Oh, uh, that's the guy that voiced Tommy in the video games. Tommy identifying as a taco. His name is Jeffrey Pierce. Yeah, Jeff Jeffrey Pierce, who did not look like that in 2013. And I am for sure. um, stalling for time here while I look up his character name. Because that's what I. Oh, okay. There you that's go. That's what I do. And I'm just referring to him as her lieutenant. Yes. But yeah, 
he looks huge and buff and bearded. Yeah. <laughs> now. He definitely does, because he is. Clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he sure is. Jeez. Oh man. man, I can't I can't keep stalling like this. I, so so here's a here's an interesting fun fact that we haven't <laughs> touched on is Kathleen is a uh, new character. She's not in the game at all. Yes. She's not. Okay. So there's that. Just just so we're all aware that Kathleen is a new character. <laughs> She's not in the game. Um <laughs> The thing about her though, not being in the game, is that they could go anywhere with that character. Like, she could come back in season two. Who knows? Perry. Perry you is know, his she name. Could... Perry. Yes. Okay. Never would have known that. This guy has a much longer uh, body of work than I ever realized. My goodness. Oh, uh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, good for you. Oh, uh, speaking of voice actors in Naughty Dog games, oh, yeah. um, I was playing God of War Ragnarok this weekend, I'm getting close to the end of that, finally. And um, Thor's wife w- w- has not really been super prominent in most of it, but she was very prominent in this one scene, and she has this whole like monologue okay. um, to Thor. And I was like, wait a second. I know that voice. It was Emily Rose who plays Elena. I was going to say, is it Elena Uncharted. Fisher? I haven't even played that. Played yeah. God of War, Ragnarok. How, for some reason, I knew. I knew that's where that was How going. did you know? That's crazy. Because I love Elena. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Nice. Good, um, good to see she's still working. Yeah. Not chasing Nate around the beach, doing crazy things. Oh, did you see the thing about, um, just sidetrack here. Did you see the thing, uh, how there's, like, uh, quick shots of, like, what appears to be some Uncharted-esque game in a PlayStation ad? Did you see this? I thought Uncharted was done. They, they Didn't they just say that this week or last week? So, yeah, Naughty Dog is done with Uncharted. Oh, for God's sakes. That's what they said. Okay. Well. So I... I have a feeling some other developer is making a new Uncharted game starring because it was a girl walking in a girl or woman walking through like a dark temple with a with a torch. I think it's their daughter. And I think it's Cassie. Okay. I don't know that I love that. So we can have this conversation at a different time, I suppose. (laughs) I don't know. I think if you're going to go anywhere with it, I think that's a good place to go. I know, but the ending of four was so perfect with all the nostalgia and the whatever. It was, it was great. But now they're going to do Cassie's going to go on an adventure because her dad is missing. Her dad's been missing and nobody's heard from him for three months and she knows that he's still alive, and she's going to go find him. You just described the and th- plot to Outer Banks. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. All right. No. Okay, so Perry. <laughs> Perry. Uh, Halfway through the game, she's going to find him, and then you're going to team up with him. And maybe at some point we'll play as Nate again. We'll see. Oh, Jesus. Well, I guess since Naughty Dog's not doing it, we won't be playing Crash Bandicoot. Or will we? Hell, I don't know. 
I don't know. All right, let's get back to the last one. Maybe it'll be Sony Bend, and maybe they'll be playing Siphon Filter instead. I don't know. Maybe. That could very well be. Who knows? All right. Anyway. Um, So, yeah, The Last of Us. Are you done digressing? HBO. Sorry. Yep. (laughs) Um, I just had to nerd out. I would play another Uncharted game, obviously, but anyway. Um, I know. So... Kathleen gives a little speech to her troop saying, Henry and Sam did this. They're responsible for this. Find them. So people start searching all these buildings door to door. Um, Perry comes back out and she asked if, if he found anything and he says yes. And she t- he takes her into this attic type area where she goes up and she sees a bunch of drawings of, of superheroes and mm-hmm. some empty cans of food and knows that Ham and Henry, Sam and Henry have been there. She tells Perry that Henry will not let Sam starve. So, you know, put double the guards around our provisions. And uh, Perry's, you know, acting like there's something else up. And finally she's like, what is it? So she follows him. He takes her into this isolated building, into this room. And you can see the concrete is all broken up. And it's kind of... Um, pulsating a little bit almost like a volcano is about to erupt and they both get pretty nervous and scared they shut the door he says when are we going to tell the others and she just kind of wants to keep it quiet until the henry and sam thing is resolved and perry's like you can tell he's not real comfortable with that but she is the leader so he's going to follow the leader well and they also hear like a growling too right yeah there's like a gurgling, burbling, like there's something that's going to erupt from underneath that concrete. And when I watched it again today, I noticed that I think that they, um, I I think even though they knew that was there and it was weird, I don't think they had seen it uh, bubbling like that. Yeah. No, it's clearly progressing. Like Like it's about to, shit's about to go down and they know, and, Exactly. So that's why they like get out as fast as they can and close the door. Yeah. She tells them to seal off the building. Um, Then we cut to Joel and Ellie. They've made it to this tall building and they got to climb up a bunch of stairs. Right. Did I miss something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So why are they going up this building? Because they want to. No, you didn't. That's they're, they're trying to get to the top. So in the morning they can look out and try to find their best route out of town. That's. The goal. Okay, they want to look around and figure... Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, so yep. Ellie says when they're bunkered down waiting for the smoke to clear after the firefight, she's, she looks out the little peephole window that's covered with newspapers and says there's a tall building about five blocks east-west, whatever fucking direction. Right. right, right. And Joel says, yeah, well, as, soon as, the, as soon as we don't hear trucks, we'll start moving. And we'll get to that building and we'll get to the top and we'll be able to in the morning we'll be able to see our make you know make a plan for getting the best way to get out of town they have to climb up 45 flights of stairs 45 flights of stairs i don't i'm a little bit confused 33 yeah so the sign on the wall says like something through 42 and ellie says 42 and joel says no 45 i don't know what that reference is like is there just always three three extra you know, floors on skyscrapers. I don't know. I haven't been in many, but yeah, I don't know. 
But yeah, they make it like 33, and Joel is exhausted. Well, I would be. Shit. Man, I can't. If I take the stairs up to the third floor at work, that's a five-floor building, but if I go to the third floor on the stairs, I'm dying. I'm dying by the time I get up there. If I take the 40-foot escalator from Orange Julius to JCPenney, I have to stop and take a break. (laughs) Is Orange Julius even a thing anymore? Yeah, it is. Is it? It is. I think so. Our our Dairy Queen is combined with an Orange Julius. It has Orange Julius stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, no, the worst though is the escalators with the big malls with like the double escalator. So you get, you got to go up one escalator just to go up another escalator to get to the, like the third floor, you know? And I tripped on an escalator at the airport and my kids thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Oh my God. I'm like, well, if I wasn't. As long as you didn't trip down. Carrying all the shit. No, I mean, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. I just, like, stumbled and, like, had to catch myself. But yeah, they thought it was so. The worst, worst, though, is when you're with kids who don't know how to go on the escalator. Or or when I used to work with special needs people and we would take them to the mall and we would try to go on the escalator with them. Oof, it's scary. It's terrifying because trying to go down, so like going up, I'm not, I don't feel like that's scary at all because you, you step on, if you don't make it, you, you just kind of fall forward and you pick yourself up. Yeah, which is what happened. But, right, it's still funny. But going down, like it feels like if you fall, you could just tumble all the way down those, the, the freaking escalator. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the worst, though, is the people, the overachievers who walk on the escalator. Oh, yeah. Fuck those What guys. are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. Or the, pe- just, the people that are stop. running running down the flat escalators at airports. I don't know what they're called, but the express walks. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Because then my kids want to do it. it. And I'm like, I can't keep up. No, no. Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> We got 48 minutes till we got aboard. Just enjoy the ride. We can just, you know, ride this out. Anyway. I mean, I do walk on those things, though, in the airports. Well, I walk on them, but I don't, like, fucking run down them, right? No, I don't run. No, I I just walk because I'm in a hurry, usually, in an airport. Yes. I've only actually been to one airport that I saw those things. So I've been there several times for some reason. Um, Minneapolis? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Is that where you saw it? Yeah, me too. Is that the only one that has it? It's a big hub. <laughs> we're sitting here talking like it's... No. Like it's a, but but no, Minneapolis we're talking like it's a, a common hub, thing. A of... <laughs> I mean, I would imagine there's one in like Salt Lake, like the huge hubs. Yeah. Minneapolis, Salt Lake. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so Joel and Ellie are running up these stairs. And they get to the 33rd floor. And Joel says it's going to have to be enough. So they break into like this office. And... This part I didn't really understand. The glass goes all over the floor, but then Joel picks it up and puts it in the garbage can and then spreads it back out all over the floor. Um, <laughs> which, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Anyway, so he's got this garbage yeah. can full of glass, and Ellie's making some beds out of these like couch cushions. And mm-hmm. she's asking Joel what he's doing with the glass, and he's like, I want to be able to hear if somebody, you know, 
sneaks up on us. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Crunch, crunch. And they lay down, and um, she she mentions his ear. His ear. And there was, uh, we might have skipped over this part, but there was somewhere along the line where he does ask her about what she meant when she said she's done this before in regards to hurting or, or you know, hurting somebody. No, she asks him. Well, when they're walking up the stairs, yeah, she asks him if he's killed innocent people because she asked him how she knew how he knew that was an ambush. And right. he said, I've been on both sides of this. And he says, right. have you killed innocent people? And he didn't answer. Um, I don't, do you remember when he asked her what she meant? Was it when they were laying down? I think it was when they were laying down. Okay. Yeah. So they, they lay down yeah, and it was. she asked, you know, she mentions that he, she noticed he can't hear as well out of his right ear. And he asks, she asks if it's cause he got shot on that side. And he said, no, it's probably more from shooting. So if you want to keep right. your hearing, stick to your knife. And I think that's when he asks her, um, what did you mean when you said this wasn't your first time? And she just says, I Mm -hmm. don't want to talk about it. And he says, okay. And he rolls, rolls over onto his left ear. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so his right ear is up and she says, Hey, Joel, I have a question or something like that. He's like, yeah. Very serious yeah. question. Yeah, very, very, very serious important question. question. And she says, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? And he says, what? She says, yeah, it runs in your genes. And he like <laughs> kind of under his breath laughs a little bit. And then he just says, that's so fucking stupid. And then just kind of starts laughing. <laughs> and they have a good laugh. And they fall asleep. Her, her delivery of that, though, was great. The punchline was, yeah, was, was excellent. And they fall asleep. And next thing you know is you hear, Joel, Joel. And he opens his eyes and sees a man pointing a gun at Ellie and then looks up and sees a kid pointing a gun at him. And mm-hmm. then we cut to the credits. Yep. So. Very... Abrupt cliffhanger ending. Definitely. We haven't really had a cliffhanger ending in the show yet, really. No. So we know, I mean, Daniel and I have already mentioned it, and um, it was actually confirmed before the episode that Sam and Henry would be in this episode. I didn't expect it to to manifest quite like that, but that's how it showed up. So this is the Henry that Kathleen is looking for. Um, Sam Mm -hmm. is his little brother, and... That's all we know right now because, as Daniel mentioned, we don't really right. know how they're going to take this story compared to the game. These characters were in the game. They were. Um, they're, they're, it's surprising how much of the game they're in. You meet them in Pittsburgh and kind of finish out the Pittsburgh chapter with them. And then you go to, I mean, I guess it's still, you know, you're still in the area, general area near Pittsburgh. Um, but like you go find, um, the, the, the settlement with the, um, 
the underground settlement where uh, Ish lived yes. with his people. Um, and then you go through that whole town um, with the, the sniper um, and that whole scene. Yeah, you do. Like the sniper rifle, and and you get the sniper rifle in the in the house, and then all, and then then you get swarmed by infected. It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, a yeah. lot happens with Sam and Henry, but I don't know. I I have a feeling most of it will happen in the city of, of Kansas City. But yeah, maybe we'll, we'll see. But I, yeah, not, I, I don't know. I kind of expect yeah. that as well. But you never know. So um, yeah. So in contrast to episode three. It was just vastly different. Um, and that, I think that's okay. Um, how would you rate yeah. this episode overall? Like, it was a good episode. It was... Yeah, I would say this was an, an eight. Yeah. What I really liked about this episode was how uh, how it, how much it built their relationship. There was yeah, a lot which... of, like, kind of action in this episode. Um, a lot of tension. For sure, and building up um, a whole new sort of storyline with with Kathleen and and her people. Yeah, I think it was Sam and Henry. Agree. I think it was a great episode for Joel and Ellie. Um, it was. It really was a Joel and Ellie episode. And I I like the new addition of Kathleen and whatever storyline this is taking. And of course, it's good to see Sam and Henry in some capacity. You know, make it to the the. Mm-hmm. The show, I'm pretty sure we knew they were going to. I do believe there was a flash of them in the trailer. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, we knew they I were. I can't remember for sure. But I, I thought it was funny. And the, um, in in the companion podcast, Craig Mason is like, you know, uh, you know, we're not we're not saying exactly. Yeah. Who, or actually, yeah. I think it was Troy Baker was like, we're not saying exactly who these guys are. But, but you know, you can kind of infer. <laughs> and Craig Mizzen's like, well, I mean, we did put out a whole press release about, you know, yeah, these something two about actors the, playing Sam and Henry. <laughs> yeah, something about the variety, you know, uh, yeah, press yeah. release. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. so the next episode is going to be on Friday, Daniel, for whatever reason. I, I mean, I know what reason, but. I think they must have decided something happening at the last Sunday. minute to not go up against the Super Bowl. I kind of feel like they were waiting to see yeah. which teams made it. <laughs> and I think since Kansas City and Philadelphia made it, they probably, I don't know, like. Oh, man. Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. Oh, crap. What a coincidence. I hope they modified their, um, I think they're running some sort of ad during the Super Bowl for the show. So I hope they modified it to, to, cool. to make Kansas City. I don't even know that like they need to run an part ad for, for this show. The viewership has went up a million viewers each week, like each episode. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They It just keeps going up. Uh, it's good. I'm glad. I, you know. So I, I've noticed. I want more people who haven't played the game to watch it because it still feels like we're in this bubble of people who watch it. Yeah. But. We're all like the the people who already know this. I read an interesting article on Screen Rant today about there was five predictions that this person that had never played the game was going to make for the show. 
Oh, um, I saw that. And, I mean, obviously we haven't seen the rest of the show, but it is so far off. <laughs> I mean, by and large. I know. <laughs> but it sounds like pretty good. I Like, if you didn't know, it sounds like pretty good guesses, right? Right, yeah. right. <clears throat> yeah. So we'll yeah, see. I thought that was funny. We'll see how that pans out. Um, what you? What would you give this episode? Yeah, I would give it a, a solid eight, eight and a half. Um, yeah, you know, it was yeah. it was almost a filler episode, but it didn't feel like a filler episode because I think it advanced definitely the relationship between Joel and Ellie, which needed to be done. I kind of felt that was lacking a little bit in the first three episodes. Um, yes, I feel like it started to get stronger at the very end of the third episode. Well, I mean, throughout the third episode, but they had so little screen time in the third episode because it was, you know, 90% just the Bill and Frank thing with, with right. uh, you know, um, bookended by Joel and Ellie on, on their, you know, on both ends. So that was good. Um, I feel like we're at that point. I feel like we're much closer to the game versions of Joel and Ellie, which I don't think we have to be. Like, I've been trying to keep those separate. But on a personal level, I'm happy that we're getting there because I think for the entire story of The Last of Us to be as impactful as it was to me on a personal level, it wouldn't have been that without that relationship. Like, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So I'm glad that it's getting there. Um, I'm intrigued by by Kathleen and Perry, and I don't know if there's going to be a power struggle. And, of course, the the whatever is is living underneath that concrete, like, I'll be – fascinated to see that come to life and how that's handled. Um, yeah. How that plays into the story. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, is that, you know, I don't want to spoil things, but, but is that, cause let's face it, Joel and Ellie are very much outnumbered right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm. Do, are you saying do you, do you think that they have to team up with Kathleen's people somehow? I I think they that have to, per, you know per, Sam and Henry have to put by guns. No, I, I guess what I'm thinking is more guns. like they're gonna be about fucked and that thing's gonna break out and somehow save them unintentionally. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, but um. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, or they could team up. I don't know how teaming up is going to work because I don't see Kathleen as being the type to just be like, "Oh, okay, well we no, fought she... together. we fought together, so you know here's here's your here's your badge back. You right. can keep your job, right. right? You know, we'll see ya. Yeah, have, have a good time. Yeah, you be sure to get a muffin on your way out the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Right. Um, right, and then of course Sam and Henry. Like I am, like many chapters of the game, that was a fantastic, emotional, memorable aspect of, of the last of us video game. Um, and even if they, even if they change it up for the TV show, I fully expect it to be a fascinating, interesting, emotional aspect of the, the HBO series as well. So, yep. So, yeah, I think it was a yeah, really good too. episode. I think it was a good setup episode, and I think it um, set the stage for probably the next, well, probably the rest of the series, really. I think mm-hmm. the rest of the season, at least. Um, I think we're going to. It's the first episode that didn't. Sorry. Go ahead. It was the first episode that didn't have a flashback. 
Yes. Oh, I didn't even thought about that. You are correct. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No flashback in this episode. Yeah. No flashback. No cold open. Hmm. Right. Do you think we'll have one next episode? Well, I think they've pretty well established what happened. I mean, we're gonna. Oh, you mean the one? Um. No. Do you think we're gonna have any flashbacks at all next episode? I, I don't know. Maybe something to what happened with Sam and Henry, perhaps. Um, or Henry specifically. Yeah. But, like, I think they're they're satisfied with, with the way they've told the story of the, the spread of the infection and the pandemic. <clears throat> I think mm-hmm. that got wrapped up in Joel's explanation to Ellie. Um, the only thing I could see them maybe doing is expounding on um, how Joel got to Boston or how... Joel and Tommy got separated, right? Like how? Well, I mean, Joel. Joel why kinda, Tommy left? Joel kind of told. That I know story. he kind of. Yes, he did kind of tell that story, but but maybe they want to show it, and, and maybe they will. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they actually shot that, and whether it made it to editing or not, who knows? Um, right. At some point, we're going to see, you know, the mall flashback. We've already talked about that, so that's not spoiling it. But, yes. but that's going to happen yes. at some point. Yes. Um, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to have my fucking heart ripped out. She's going to have to climb up those three flights of escalators. That don't even work. <laughs> God, yeah, they might, they might as well just be stairs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. All right. Well, so what? Uh, yeah. are we going to try to record earlier next week because the show's running earlier? How are we going to try to do that? That's that's a good question i don't i you indicated that you might not be able to watch it on friday night and i don't think i'm going to be able to either i'm going to a party at the chicken family oh nice chicken dad's house yeah Mm -hmm. thanks for inviting me chicken clucker um yeah so i might be able to watch it saturday i don't know but at that point that's pretty close to sunday so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it Saturday. That's for sure because I won't be able to avoid spoilers for much longer. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find a time to watch it either Friday night after the party or or Saturday. Yeah, I'll probably watch it Saturday. It's just gonna have to after happen. afternoon. Well, maybe I'll sneak home and watch it after I drop the kids off before I go to wrestling. I don't know, but then I'll just want to talk about it. I don't know, Daniel. Mm-hmm. So, how about we? So, how about how about we? Once we've both watched it, yeah. Let's let's put a pin in this and let's let each other know when uh-huh. we've seen it, and perhaps we could record Saturday yeah. afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Uh, we'll see about that. Okay. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. Well, I can I can certainly try. Well, I just but said yeah. perhaps. Yeah, if you got already something planned. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, well, just. It's Sunday. We're, I get it. Just, it's, it's Super Bowl and it's Sunday. Oh, that's right. You're making Little Caesars. Yeah, we're doing Little Caesars. And I already ordered some wings from local place. When did you start? Could, Are I, you having a party? No. Uh, it's really, we're having us and our neighbor mm. over. That's that's it. We invited them, but um, he's working so just the, the woman. wife is just coming over. Just Stephanie. Yeah. Yep, Stephanie. Oh my god, I got yeah. that right. Wow. How did you know? Because because Quinn. Remember I talked Quinn, about Stephanie. No, Coley Coley briefly mentioned her name in the episode 
the first episode she was oh, on okay. after Thanksgiving. But right, I, right, I didn't right, actually right. expect yes. to be right. So <laughs> Quinn, Quinn loves Stephanie, so so she's coming over, and it's just an excuse for me to have wings. And now it's an excuse for us to have the little Caesars. Yeah, so. I didn't even think you liked football. Yeah, I I haven't watched any football. I don't. I am. I don't. Committing I mean, to watching baseball next year, though. I loved baseball for so long, and I just stopped watching it one year and never got into it for like the last ten years, and I don't understand that <sighs> myself. Yeah. No, I get it because. I don't watch it anymore. I have nothing to watch it on. I used to watch the Red Sox almost every game. I, I every remember that, yeah. Game. New England Sports Network, I would just have it on. It would just 7 o'clock, 7.05, just the game would start. feels yeah. like if you miss a season or two, like you're just so lost. And it's just like, ah. You lost. This isn't even the yeah. same team. These aren't even the same people. Totally. Yeah. Who's your team? Again, the Rockies? Uh, no, I was always a Mariners fan. Mariners? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how Each or why. Yeah, probably. Griffey. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, when I, I, was, say. when I was a young, young kid, I was kind of a White Sox fan, but I really just more loved the game. Um, but, like, in the early 90s, when, like, the year that the, the Mariners won, like, 120 games but lost in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was magical and then watching Ichiro for all those years was was just beautiful yeah and where I lived that was the local team like it was the closest team that they always played right right makes yeah. sense those were two of my favorite players of that era yeah I, the just Griffey was so fun to watch in the 90s and then Ichiro when he came up yeah in the late 90s man, early 2000s just, yeah like that stat you posted on Facebook is Isn't that crazy? His tenth at bat, he finally got to the three hundred batting average and never dipped below that again. Never dipped below three hundred for the rest. I of I can't his remember career. exactly. He came so close to breaking the the hit streak. I think he was like yep. three or four games short, and I just remember watching that summer like, like I'd be working and, you know, kind of have an idea. Of, I'd know when the game would start. And, of course, I knew, you know, he was lead off, so I would always be sure to be able to watch mm-hmm. his first at-bat. And I would just always run over to the bar trying to, to just hope to catch his, his at-bats. Yeah. And sometimes the bartender would ah. pay attention and holler at me. and Yeah. You know, and we didn't have – we couldn't just rewatch it on our phones back then. It was – No. Baseball, Ray. Baseball. No, so <sighs> – yeah, no. Baseball hasn't figured out how to modernize and attract modern audiences. They just they they haven't figured out how to market it in a tum in a tumbler. Woof. In a uh <laughs> um Twitter and, you know, um uh, oh my god, what is the one that all the kids do? TikTok world. Yeah. You know. It's just they they don't know what to do. Yeah, because that's true. Like and, you can't stream nearly as many games right on your phone, but you also don't see those immediate clips like you do with football all over the place. Right. Yeah. Right. I haven't thought about that. And football is f- football is once a week, so each the games are an event. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And people make an event out of it, yeah. and and baseball is every. Day, yeah, it's a it's a marathon. Eight months. It's a sprinting marathon. Yeah. 
Yeah, 162 games is a lot of games. Yeah. And then the postseason is spread out so so long now. Um, yeah. But anyway, football, no. I'm not a huge football fan, to be honest. So I'm, are you rooting for the Chiefs but, or the Eagles, or do you care? I don't really care. But I guess I'll root for the Eagles. I don't know. Who are you rooting for? Well, I mean, I'm still a Broncos fan as much as I don't like football anymore. Right. So I right. can't root for the Chiefs. So. Okay. Eagles it is then. Yeah. And, but Quinn's a football fan okay. for some reason or other. She watched a show about a girl who becomes quarterback of her high school football team, even though girls aren't even allowed to play football. <clears throat> and it's called Bella and the Bulldogs. Okay. And she loved that show, and ever since then, she has loved football, even though she doesn't really know, like, the first thing about it. But well, So she wants to watch the, the Super Bowl and she might make a big thing day. of it, so we're going to. Well, I'll tell you what. You guys enjoy your wings, your little Caesars, your, Thanks. your company, and... Don't worry about me yep. being all alone by myself. I'll be okay. Do you want to zoom during the game? We can we can just you know have a we we can Discord. We can dis- zoom. Discord we zoom. don't zoom. No. We could Discord. No, I don't want to distract you from your 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 family time. We'll have our own moment <laughs> together sometime. But don't be surprised okay. if I do knock on your door for the last episode of The Last of Us. <laughs> I will still be surprised. <laughs> Even if <laughs> you won't be surprised because I'll make your ass pick me up from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> You'll call me and then I'll know. I'll be like, he never calls me. What's right, happening? Yeah, what's right wrong? Now? Did somebody die? Yeah. <sighs> okay, well you 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 do that. I will be I will probably poop my pants. I haven't even looked at airline tickets yet. Yeah, I just yeah, I just thought about good it. Good luck. I know. Yeah, that's that, that was a cute idea. Yeah, that was a cute idea. Maybe next time. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, wait. Were we supposed thank to be you recording for joining this? Me. Ah, shit. Oh, I'm just joking. <sighs> you do the same thing. We are too alike. Because I don't know if you make the same joke all the time, but uh, or maybe when you were when you were in a relationship. committed relationship, if you made this this kind of joke all the time. But you know, Coley's always like, "Oh, did you hand that check to the to the school or whatever?" You know, and I'd be like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. No, I do that. And then she'd be like, no, you didn't. Okay. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't do that with Alicia because <laughs> it just never ended fun. But um, I do that in yeah, other situations. Yeah. Like, I do that shit at work all the time. Like, my boss would come up and be like, so you remember we have like a med staff meeting today? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Is that today? <laughs> or our foundation lady would be like, okay, so we're ready to go for, you know, the 200 people on Friday night. And I was like, wait, that's this Friday? <laughs> and then our boss boss he he would always do that for the board meetings be like you know we got the board meeting coming up tonight i'm like oh shit is that tonight and then dude in october i actually forgot <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that's the thing. Coley always yells at me because she's like, you're going to be like the boy who cried wolf one of these yeah. days, and I'm just not going to believe you. Yeah, yep. so Louie's been giving me a hard time about it ever since. So they had to order pizza. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Like it's good for you once in a while, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. On that note, thank you for joining me tonight, Jeremy. I, did I have a choice? You did, actually, and still you came. So. I endured, and I survived. Yep. That's right. And uh, thank you, good listeners, for joining us for episode... For a recap of episode four of HBO's The Last of Us. Um, see everybody next week. Check you later, sweet potato. All right, see ya. Bye.